There we go. Now we're recording. Well, yeah. I was just waiting to see if the dogs will still be barking on us. I, I, I guess that when they record, it, the, the dog senses pick up on that. Like, we're going to be quiet now. <laughs> be quiet, be quiet, they're recording. Uh, their dog yeah. senses are tingling. <laughs> You can send us an email at TSF at Yeah, that's right, everybody. This uh, is the podcast that sounds funny. Uh, it is the week of February 22nd, 2022. So it's 222. We are in season two, show number 17, episode 69. Uh, it's just wow. I feel the earth move on the Only we can't really do that because we are two blind brothers. But our blind sister is incapacitated. Yeah, <laughs> she's uh, well, sort of uh, preoccupied. Uh, I, I I once asked uh, a granddaughter who was a long time ago uh, was at the house, and uh, she was asking where grandma's at, and I said she's indisposed. And I, I thought, well, she's the granddaughter was only like maybe three or four. Do you know what indisposed means? Because yeah, I think she's pooping. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much right. She's in the bathroom right now. That's why she can't. You can't find grandma. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I am your host Keith, and joined with me, your other host Terry. I'm not Tom no more. That was last. In the no jail. Yeah. We like to open up with what's new. Does anyone have a question? And here we go. Let's tell about what's new and why Jill cannot make it today. Yeah, she was at her son's house and took her down the steps on Friday. Have a nice trip, Mom. See you next fall. And on Friday, I went to the emergency room myself with acute bronchitis. And mm-hmm. when I was leaving, my sister says, Hey, I was almost in the emergency room with you. And I said, what happened? And she said that she slipped and fell, and um, she thought she sprained her leg. She waited till Sunday to go to the emergency room. She's toughed it out Friday night, Saturday. I, I thought she went, like, in, in the middle of the night that night. Nope, she went Sunday. Sunday morning? Yeah. Okay. I got my little granddaughter here making noise in the background. but. Wow. Well, might as well. We have, to, we have to have some kind of a female on the show, huh? <laughs> and so then uh, she went to the emergency room. She broke her leg in three places. And so she's got to go to. Yeah. Whatever well, she found, she found it. <laughs> I think they're playing hide and seek in the back background here. They're playing they hide and speak, is what they're playing, huh? And so then she, my little three year old granddaughter, spent the night with us. And so last night we took her to Pizza World for dinner. There was a bunch of kids there. Apparently they were having a birthday party, but we didn't that till we were getting ready to leave and they started singing Happy Birthday. But uh, we were there and, and then the, the kids were playing and irritating my stepdaughter, Aaron, who's autistic. And so She's like, those kids are a bunch of retards. Of course, that's what you do. Well, kids aren't re- well, kids aren't retards. They only seem that way because they're they're actually growing. But without without skipping a beat, my little three year old granddaughter said, "And Aaron, that's not a very nice thing to say." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and my wife just started laughing and choked. Yeah, I mean, to whip out that old-fashioned term, a retard is somebody who actually has stopped developing and they've stopped at a, a childish level. An actual child is developing and they're not retarding. They're actually tarding. <laughs> they're tarding, not retarding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how does that sound? 
Um, you can hear yeah, it. more uh, on Jill. She did break her leg in three places, and they had to move her around so she gets around on a computer chair. And they put a chair at the bottom of the steps, one at the top, and she goes from top to bottom out to the car, transfers back and forth, leapfrogs chair. <laughs> yeah. My wife took her a, a walker that we had here to see if it would help her out, but she's supposed to. I think get her own or something. It's just something with wheels so she can support herself. Well, they were working on it. They didn't have they didn't have one to give her time. She she's got a boot on her foot, which my wife went. She says, I'm gonna have to beat your sister because she wasn't wearing her boot. She was not staying off of her feet <laughs> or whatever else it was. I forget what she said. <laughs> She didn't want to go to the doctor. She's like, you need to go get checked out. You need to go get checked out. Yeah, at least go get a cast because it's not, the boot's not going to cut it. It's a temporary fix to get a cast on it. Yeah. I just yeah. mean going there to period. You know, she didn't want to go at all. Oh, it's just sprained. It'll be all right. And it's like, okay. You know, she's-, she's been ice packing it and all like that and attempting, allegedly, to stay off of it. So, yeah, I guess you know, okay. her... Since her, since her foot is hurt, it must have also broke her mouth because she can't even talk to us on Zoom. Uh, actually, she is probably at a doctor appointment even as we speak or something. So, hey, there's so, some weekly updates <coughs> what's been happening. There's not been a lot new happening around here with us. So I don't know if you got something on you guys other than having your granddaughter over. Not much else happening. I'm sure there's some other funny things, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. That being the case, it's time to move on to holidays. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Holidays. And uh, we like to recap because today is February 22nd, Tuesday. And so we'd like to recap two, our, two, two. Yeah, our today's holidays <laughs> uh, is uh, Single Tasking Day, World Spay Day. So if you're not spayed or neutered, go out and have her done. Maybe take your pets too. <laughs> uh, World Thinking Day. So if we didn't get that last year, just think about it. Wait for it to sink in. <laughs> it's National it's Walking the Dog Day. That's the Margarita Day. Be Humble Day. Then we move into we move into tomorrow, Wednesday. February 23rd, Wednesday. It is uh, International Dog Biscuit Appreciation Day. So if you have a three-year-old granddaughter in your house, see if she can appreciate a dog biscuit. Yeah. But if she doesn't like it, it's also, last night. if she doesn't like it, it's also National Banana Bread Day. It's National Tile Day. Yeah. Pink Shirt Day, if you live in Canada. Pink. It is time for February 24th, Thursday. Uh, February 24th, Thursday. National Chili Day. So make you a big pot of chili. Warm up your belly. It's National Tortilla Chip Day. Oh, I have a, an interesting story about that. We would probably want you to with this. Moving on, February 25th, Friday. National Skip the Straw Day. I guess that's for, you know, environment. Don't use a straw or something. It is Yukon Heritage Day for those of you who are in Alaska. It is Pistol Patent Day, which I guess is the day the pistol was patented by whoever patented the pistol. Uh, that, now, this may, may tie in with your top 10 list we're going to have later, but it is National Chocolate Covered Nut Day. <laughs> and Terry's laughing, and listeners will find out why when we get there later. Um, it's National New England Clam Chowder Day. Carnival yeah. of Brazil. 
Um, That'd be like Mardi Gras, I guess. Yeah, well, in South America, they they have a they have what's called Carnival. It's basically Mardi Gras, but they sometimes hold it on a different day. Uh, I know whenever we were in Panama, we would watch Car- Carnival. It was a week long celebration, lots of parties and parades, and people not wearing very many clothes at all. I'll tell you what, <laughs> and they put it on TV. And whenever our kids were babies, because Chris would have only been maybe one and a half, and Mikey was just uh, maybe eight or ten months old, yeah, Chris would sit with his eyes glued to the TV whenever Connie Valley was on TV. <laughs> he liked that better than cartoons. Um, let's see, February 26th, Saturday. Uh, it is... Kuwait Liberation Day, Letter to an Elder Day. So all you youngsters, write a letter to your grandpa or grandma or old uncle or aunt so-and-so. It is National Pistachio Day, another nut holiday. Wow, Terry, you really picked a good one today. Uh, It is Open That Bottle Night. Wow, there's one for our other brother, Steve, who has a huge bottle of a certain alcoholic substance. As Terry knows about. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay. It's just awfully quiet. No kids or dogs in the background. They left. <laughs> hey. Uh, it is um, uh, tell, tell a fairy tale day. Oh, yeah. Uh, before I go on to February 27th, Sunday, uh, on a, a couple of years back, it must have, I don't know, like three or four years back, on tell a fairy tale day, I, I try to drum up interest on my on my Facebook page, asking people to help me tell a fairy tale one line at a time. And I tossed out some ideas like what's in the fairy tale, you know, dragons, princess, knights, you know, quests and stuff like that, just to get some topic ideas. And that is opened up. And, you know, I did like the first line, once upon a time in a kingdom far, far away, there was a princess. And then someone else added the next line and, and on, just back and forth until we came up with this impromptu fairy tale one line at a time. And I actually recorded it and I posted it on my retro-otr.com podcast. And it's out there. You just have to look for it. Maybe I'll link to it. Uh, but it's not very long. It's just, um, I forget how long it is, five or eight minutes. But uh, yeah, we did this one here. Uh, February 27th, Sunday, National Protein Day. You know what? That's that protein. Uh, it is a no brainer day. Ta da! Yes. I don't have a brain, so it'd be good. Uh, it failed to hit a brain. What would you do with a brain if you had one? Uh, National Strawberry Day. International Polar Bear Day. So all you Coca-Cola fans, there you go. It's not just for Christmas anymore. Polar Bear Day. Uh, National Kahlua Day. I think it's a Hawaiian type of a coffee drink. Something like that, isn't it? Do you know? It's alcoholic. It's, it's, a, it's a liqueur. I think it's technically what it is. Kahlua. Yeah. Uh, it, February 28th, Monday, Floral Design Day. So get your flower arrangements all set to go. Uh, National Chocolate Souffle Day, or as my computer pronounced it, National Chocolate Souffle. (laughs) Souffle. There's one. National Public Sleeping Day. So while you're in public, find a place to take a siesta, I guess. It is Rare Disease Day. And uh, that takes us to the end of February. There's a bunch of them in March. If I can get my computer to behave here. So there we go. While I'm looking up March, I I commented earlier what said something about a, a corn chip. Uh, Dorito Day or Nacho Day or something. I learned something this morning about nachos. 
they were named for the guy who invented them. Uh, they were originally called the Ignacio Special, but Ignacio's nickname was Nacho. Nacho cheese. So, yeah. Nacho. He, he, he was, had a Mexican <laughs> restaurant and he made, wanted to make a special treat for some people who were visiting. And he just, I know, I'll just take some corn tortillas and cut them up and forth and smear on some cheese. Or, you know, it was sprinkled on some Colby Longhorn. And sliced up some jalapenos. He put one piece of jalapeno on each of the four segments, and he baked them. In the, he, he first baked them with some, uh, I forget, canola oil on them, and then he he uh, covered them with cheese and the nacho or the the pepper, and people liked them. And over time, he, he did not have it trademarked or copyrighted. So other people started doing that. And of course, toppings grew and multiplied until there's everything but the kitchen sink on them. But yeah, that's uh, where nachos came from. Anyway, a little bit of bonus trivia there. Not on my notes. <laughs> now, March 1st, Tuesday. Um, National Wedding Planning Day. So all you young brides-to-be out there, this is the day you plan your wedding. It is National Pig Day. So I guess if you're, you know, Wilbur and you like Charlotte and see her web, National Pig Day. Uh, baby Sleep Day. I guess baby sleep all of that time. Well, they need a special day to sleep. <laughs> it is, of course, Fat oh, day. Tuesday. Uh, and Fat Tuesday, of course, is otherwise known as Mardi Gras. Um it's also National Dagum, that's good day. Uh, it's National Pancake Day, National Peanut Butter Lovers Day, National Sportsmanship Day, um, Refired Not Retired Day. I don't know what that means. You're, you're fired again, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Self Injury Awareness Day. So when you hurt yourself, you need to be aware of that. Oh, Jill, <laughs> you're a week early, Jill. <laughs> re hurt yourself, day. Next week, Jill, you got to re hurt yourself. Uh, it is Share a Smile Day, uh, St. David's Day, World Civil Defense Day. I think Joe Biden should learn about that before he goes attacking Russia. Uh, world compliment day. We, we had compliment days, at least two of them in the last month. Here we have a third one already. World Music Therapy Day. Hearing Awareness Week. Huh? What? Hearing Awareness what? Uh, Universal Human Beings Week. So if you are a human being in the universe, hey, it sounds like everybody. It's your week. Uh, it is getting into the month holidays, Poison Prevention Awareness Month, uh, Bleeding Disorders Awareness Month, Workplace Eye Wellness Month, uh, Red Cross Month, Adopt a Rescue Guinea Pig Month. Wow. Do they need rescuing? Is that a problem? <laughs> Guinea pig, oh, National Women's History Month, <laughs> National Crafting Month, National Umbrella Month, Dolphin Awareness Month, uh, Irish American Heritage Month, uh, March Madness, uh, Multiple Sclerosis. St. Patrick's Day. Huh? Say St. Patrick's Day. That's <laughs> we're, we're talking about month holidays. Um, multiple school, I can't say the word. Multiple sclerosis awareness month. There I go. National Athletic Training Month. National Caffeine Awareness Month. Huh. National Celery Month. National Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month. National Cheerleading Safety Month. I didn't know Chile's could be so unsafe, but if you are, beware. Oh, yeah. National Colorectal Awareness Month. Uh-oh. 
you know, I may be having one of those scheduled before tomorrow. We're sorry. <laughs> Our buddy Roger's getting a colonoscopy this morning. That yeah, that's what I mean. I, I may be getting one too. Uh, but here we go. Brain Injury Awareness Month. So while you're having your colonoscopy and you injure your brain, they went too far. <laughs> they went way too far. <laughs> Although some people's heads are down there, so pull your head out first, then no, no problem. Uh, National Credit Education Month, National Music in Our Schools Month, National Social Work Month, National Sauce Month, National Peanut Month, National Nutrition Month, Holy cow. National Noodle Month. Regular peanuts or unregular peanuts? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say the kind that grows in the ground peanuts. Um, National Kidney Month, National Frozen Food Month, National Flower Month, National Developmental Disabilities Month. I think we know some people of that. National Crochet Month. Whew, I managed to squeeze them all in. I wasn't going to, but I decided to just go for it. <laughs> so there's a holidays uh, with all the week ones and the month ones. And we are set. Avon calling. Avon presents delightful, delectable lipstick deluxe. The lipstick that has everything. It's so good looking with its lustrous silvery cap and golden base. And this beautiful jewel-like applique on top. But beauty is as beauty does. And the lipstick deluxe is everything you've ever wished for. It feels so comfortable. Light as sheer silk against your skin. Glows on your lips. Always feels creamy. And how beautifully the new Avon lipstick clings. It keeps its clean, clear outline. Lasts for hours and hours, too. That's the outside and the inside story of Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe. Select your favorite colors from a rainbow range of shades. Your Avon representative will be calling soon to show you Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe and other makeup news. Do welcome her. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Helpsleep. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Uh, so now it's time to move on to news. Oh, goody, goody, goody. Hey, I got some news. Um, I have, well, I guess I got about four stories. I got, I've got three of them, but you can go ahead and start. I had, there's a, a <clears throat> um, in Florida, I have a story, a Florida dog story. <laughs> oh. Florida man story. I, I have a Florida man story later, but sure. <laughs> in in Walton County, Florida, a dog was rescued from a 15 foot hole. Oh wow! Now I don't know where exactly that is, but I did. Did, did Timmy go or run for help for Lassie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lassie's in the well. Lassie's in the well. And bark, bark. Can dig 15 foot holes in Florida without hitting water. I know there's a high water table there. And so the rescue team was called on the scene. Uh, Lassie's in the well. And they put a ladder down in the well 
Because um, dollars can climb ladders. <laughs> Some of them can, but it doesn't say how big the dog is, but they attached a safety line and a harness was lowered down hmm. the dog and they lifted the dog out. It's like, why did the fire, I don't understand why they didn't just pick up the dog and go up the ladder, you know? Yeah, again, it depends on how big it was. It was a small dog. I can see that, but if it was like a, a Labrador or a Shepherd, then not so right. much. And the dog was evaluated by animal control. It was free of all injuries, and then they filled the hole with water. <laughs> because it's full. Oh, no. My dog didn't like the hole being filled. There's uh -oh. Oh. That dog is showing solidarity <laughs> for the dog. They got to the come with a, on that story. That's, that's perfect timing. Funny you know. She's yeah. on dogs out of the well now. Yeah, the dog is safe. Go away. <laughs> like that thing quit barking. That's, oh. <laughs> that's my first Your dog felt it was so sorry. Well, my first one is bird. It got so cold in Florida that lizards were falling from the trees oh, yeah. st petersburg florida <laughs> a cold snap in florida is different from other places we, you put on heavy coats when it's only 50 degrees outside or 10 degrees celsius if you're counting uh, there was no blizzard conditions in a sunshine state but there are issues when a thermometer drops the low temperatures near freezing are quite rare, uh, but uh, at first the citrus and other crops uh, suffer no major damage. Farmers spray water on the crops to help protect them from the cold. Uh, as for iguanas, well, that's another matter. They are an invasive species, but they're well accustomed to the trees of South Florida. But when it gets cold, below 40 hey. degrees, it's raining iguanas. <laughs> yeah, they go into a suspended animation mode and they fall to the ground. This is really on the level, huh? Uh, they usually wake up when the sun warms them up. And of course, the story goes on, but it becomes more about it. It sounds like a travel brochure for visiting Florida. But that'd be weird. Walking through the trees, all of a sudden lizards start falling on your head. Whoop, whoop. But yeah, they they are what they call cold, warm blooded, cold blooded, cold blooded animals, and when they, it gets cold, they get sluggish and stuff. That's all I got on that one. I've got another, and just that's another Florida story. <laughs> this one here is a in Florida. It's a Florida story, a guy story, Florida man, and Guinness Book of World Records. Oh. All okay. <laughs> it was uh, a a 15-year-old boy from he was he's from Quebec but he moved to Florida with his family. He's 15, he is 7 foot 5. Oh wow. He's acting awful charming though. Looked to me like he's both sitting there in a hammock sort of casting sheep eyes at one another. Uh, seven foot five inches tall. He's working on Robert Wadlow status, huh? The largest <laughs> living teenager status. Yeah, let's say so. Records it says his mom is six foot three and his dad is six foot eight. Wow. And well, then, then uh, boys tend to keep growing until they're about 21 or two or so. Uh, he said between the ages of 10, 11, 12, 13, he hit a growth spurt. <laughs> yeah. Tree top tall. And uh, he's got a, his basketball coach, you know, saying that, you know, he, you know, when he first came to the school, you know, and noticed, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of people, oh, he's so tall, let's put him on the basketball team. But, you know, some kids who are tall, they might not like to play basketball. Or they may not be good at it, like me. This is a man with a problem, say. I'm pretty tall. And my, my, our Uncle Kenny, I can say his name because he's dead now. <laughs> uh, it's a, if I had your height, I'd be on the basketball team. Like, well, 
the thing is, when I don't really like basketball, and I suck at it. <laughs> yeah. And but he could actually play, or he liked to play, you know. So well, really good. was happy that you know that he did like to play because a lot of times they just throw you on the team. And, Let's play. The stand well in that will throw you the ball, all right? Shirts and skids. <laughs> anyway, so that's yeah. all I got on that one there. Well, I have a Florida man story. Oh, another Florida man. Florida. We're, we're stuck in Florida today. A Florida man steals a car and a train sends it crashing into a house. They can be quite wild and dangerous. Uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. A Florida man says he jumped into a stolen car. Second, I'm sorry. The Florida man says he jumped from a stolen car seconds before it was hit by a train and sent flying into a nearby home. <laughs> the sleeping residents were unharmed and the man was later arrested. Uh, police said the man claimed he stole the car uh, in a good faith effort to search for his own vehicle after leaving a bar. Now, how did I know a bar was involved? <laughs> uh, oh, they seem to have things pretty well organized up here, don't they? <laughs> Apparently, got drunk, could have found his car. Oh, I know I'm going to just steal this car and go if I look for mine. Um, let's see. Instead, he got stuck on the railroad tracks in the path of an oncoming train uh, after the crash. Uh, the man tried to steal a forklift from a nearby fruit stand, which he also vandalized. Uh, uh, he was arrested after flagging down the responding deputies <laughs> to, to let them know, I'm still looking for my car. <laughs> it's in the house. Anyway, the, the homeowners are fine, but... Uh, it, it, although there was car smashing into their home, was clearly jolting. Uh, the 38-year-old the man is facing charges of grand theft, criminal mischief. Additional charges are expected. <laughs> uh, well, dumb drunks. <laughs> well, let's take you up north a little bit here. We're going to Oregon City. I guess it's in Oregon, so Oregon. We'll, we'll assume that. Yeah, some places, you know, like out here in Collinsville, they got a big, tall water tower that looks like a ketchup bottle. You know, hmm. and you know, everybody's got the world's largest whatever frying pan or the ball of string, whatever. They all get the same careful testing for purity and potency. Well, in Oregon City, they erected. A big, Ready. giant, uh, I think it's 37 feet tall fork. They put a big fork. <coughs> they thought it would be funny. You know, it'd be something to tell people, go to the big fork in the road and turn yeah. them up. <laughs> when you come to the fork in the road, and there really is a fork. A huge one. You can't miss it. <laughs> 37 feet tall. And... Wow. Well, they're more likely to scoff at the whole thing and put it down to imagination. That doc is a polite way of saying I'm unstable, mentally unbalanced. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Is that outside of a... a yeah, I never thought of it before. Uh, but at Effingham, uh, you know, city there in uh, Illinois, it's called the Crossroads City. Because it's where I-70 and I-57 intersect. And they have a huge cross, like, you know, like a big Christian cross uh, near that crossroad. That, well, the inter I never realized that this crossroads, crossroads city, and it's a big, huge cross there. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that interrupting. And take a left at the fork in Fairview. Wow. Oh, well, there, there was one that was 35 feet tall in Missouri, so there was one already, but they'd got a 37-foot tall fork in Oregon. So, so there's the biggest one. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? I thought I had a third story written down, but I've just checked my list and I don't have it written down. I, I could have sworn I had a third story today, but that's that's all I got. Uh, my wife was telling me a few this morning she was looking up some weird news, but I, I didn't have a chance to write anything down. I totally forgot what she was telling me. Well, I have another quick one that, you know, just to, you know, right here. It takes place in Michigan. Uh. In Michigan State Police, it was reported somebody stole the entire cabin. What? A cabin? Yeah. But there sure is something funny going on. Hey, somebody took my house. Yeah. Like a log cabin or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cold, Cold Spring. Cold Springs Township. The guy went up there and said, hey, let's go to my fishing cabin. Where's it at? Oh, it's gone. Somebody wow. stole it. <laughs> them hillbillies then took it to Beverly Hills with them. It's, it's, it's them youpers. The youpers up on the UP. If she burps when she eats, she's a catch. If she farts under the sheets, makes you smell her feet, then she's a youper ten. Yeah, you betcha. Don't you know? Mm. Presumed, presumed stolen. Let's take it. It was taken sometime between November and December. I guess they didn't go there much. You know? Well, if it's a honey cabin, you wouldn't go there very often. Right, right. right. That's what it's, that's that's what makes it. Uh, you got deer hunting in November with a uh, rifle, and then in, in December or January they, they pick up with the bow season. I, when I went up there and stuff, you could drive around and you look, and there's a whole bunch of just empty houses and stuff. It's like I called the county and said, "Hey, who owns these houses?" and and that's how it is. It's like they have people live there, but oh, it's wintertime, so they're down in Florida or somewhere. Yes, you know, snowbirds that go south for the winter, or or if it's a cabin tucked up in the woods, it's probably you know some hunter or sportsman that just occupies it a couple months a year. Yeah. People do that. So that's all I got on news. Now for a classic comedy moment. Gracie Allen dreams about Gregory Peck. Why are you staring at me? Well, you look so different, George. So cute. I do? Yes. In fact, better than you did when I married you. You are George, aren't you? Well, of course. Look, darling, I brought you your breakfast in bed. Are you sure you're George? Well, yes, sweetheart. Now, here's a kiss. Oh, George, have you got some identification on you? <laughs> Come over here, Gracie. You've never been this way before. Well, neither have you. Breakfast in bed. And what a breakfast. It's fit for a queen. Well, it is for a queen. I lay these eggs at your feet. Really? <laughs> oh, dear, I, I, I didn't even hear you cackle. After breakfast, I'll wash the dishes and you go shopping. Buy yourself dozens of those adorable hats that you like so well. Here's $500 to spend. Is this really happening? Well, of course. Do you want me to pinch you? No, no. A, a kiss and $500 is enough for one day. Well, it's a pleasure to do things for you, Gracie, my darling wife. You're so beautiful. Oh, George. So alluring. Oh, George. So young. Oh, George. So irresistible. Oh, George. Oh, George. Oh, George. Huh? What's your... What, what's your matter? Oh, George. Excuse me. All right. Well, we're going to have a, a shortish kind of a show today. Uh, after our news is where we like to turn our segments to Jill's weird words. 
But we don't have any Jill, and we don't have any word words. <laughs> but what I do have, I, I wanted to fill in the gap at least a little bit. I went to my email because I get a you know a word of the day, and then once a week they send me the top five looked up words this week. Everybody shut up. So we're gonna look and see what they are. So this will kind of be a weird word segment. The first word is retract. R-E-T-R-A-C-T. Retract. Number five. Mm. Yeah, multiple choice. <laughs> What's that? Say it again. Multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, of course, I don't have any definitions here, but I was saying retract, like a retractor. You, it, it was once a tractor, but now it's not. There was some tracks on the ground, but then they took them away, and now we have to retrack them. Uh, retrack around them, dear. I don't like. Yeah. I, I don't have definitions on these. Of course, we know what retract means. It means to you know, undo <laughs> something, take something back. Uh, number four, <laughs> propaganda. Now, if you have a goose, you have a, a gander, and so if you have a propaganda. You have a goose with a propeller on its head. (laughs) That or they drink tea with their pinky sticking out. Yeah, they're very proper. The propaganda. It's a propaganda. Yeah. It's very proper. They drink tea with one of their their, uh, uh, web feet sticking out. (laughs) Maybe it's supposed to be proper proper pig instead of Peppa Pig. Proper pig. Yeah, well, it is what National Pig Day or month or something. I forget which one it was. I had a pig story, but I deleted it. <laughs> I <said> no. <laughs> well, number three is Looney, L O O N Y. It's the moon. The Looney Mooney. Those the Looney is also Canadian money, so maybe it has to do with people trying to find out more about Canadians, eh? Because all the Canadians had their bank account seized by their wonderful emperor and lord of the universe, who is not uh, the son of Fidel Castro, I'm told, although he looks very much like him. (laughs) The queen? (laughs) No, uh, what's his name? Trudeau up there. Uh, they, They say he looks an awful lot like Castro, um, but he didn't, he doesn't sound like him. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. But whether he is or not, yeah, loonies. That's number three. Number two, deposition. Deposition. The position you take when you're at the train depot. Yeah. Stand with your hands on your head, playing against the wall. These are the most looked up words on the internet. Well, this is the most looked up words last week. Deposition? Now, of course, legal deposition, you're taking down somebody's statement. There's been a lot of legal things out there this past week. uh, uh, Donald Trump's in trouble. (laughs) Well, he's in trouble because his uh, enemies try to press things on him that may or may not be there. I won't say he's not in trouble. He's, he's, he's probably never in as much trouble as what certain people in the media want you to think he is. But Hillary Clinton sure is. Um, she's really getting a can of worms, but uh, she's trying to get out of it, I think. But I think she's going to be exposed a little bit. Maybe you flunked that class and maybe now you fight people mock you on Anyway, that was number two. The number one looked up word last week is anarchy. It's a girl named Anne. Her last name is Archie. Oh, anarchy. <laughs> She's a movie star. Uh-oh. Fashion model anarchy. Uh, of course, that just means uh, to not have any structure. You know, everything is willy nilly running about. Yeah. Anyway, there's a, a short. Okay, now here's the deal. Shortened version of our weird word segment. So now it's time for Terry's wonderful top ten. Top ten. 
chaotic. Um, this list is one I pulled off the internet. If you're not on my friends list, then you probably didn't see it. So, <laughs> and I'm on your friends list on Facebook, but I don't. I know I didn't see it, but there's a lot of stuff on Facebook I don't see. I don't know if I shared it or not. There's some stuff I shared, but this here, this is a. It's got seven, but we could throw in some other ones along the way, probably. But uh, this, uh, a correlation of, uh, let's see, how do they say it? I mean, back up, say it. It's a list of seven, seven or so, the size of your balls, a correlation between your. <laughs> Work status and the size of your balls. I wonder what Joe would have to say about that. Because does she work or not? Because maybe her, her, her amount of work doesn't correlate very well. <laughs> anyway, just uh, grasping at straws. The sport of the urban poor is basketball. I'm looking for a man. I've got to have a man. I must have a man. I tell you, I must have a man. Yeah, it's easy and cheap. All you need to do is have a ball and a hoop, and you can. The, the sport of choice for maintenance level employees is bowling. Oh, come on, fat boy! I'm really in the groove. Oh, yeah, like blue collar type workers. Yeah, and a nice big round ball. All I gotta do is get some shoes and hit the lanes. Yeah. The sport of choice for frontline workers is football. Frontline, that would be like what? Uh, first responders, firemen, policemen, nurses. All my life, I've been looking for the ideal man. And at last, I found him. I love this little fat boy. Yeah. I know a lot of blue-collar workers like football. <laughs> the sport of choice of supervisors is baseball. It's a baseball. That's kind of universal, too. Sure. The sport of choice for middle management is tennis. Oh, that sounds just like in the stingy, fat plutocrat. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it does. You, you see, don't you see a lot of uh, more upper class people playing tennis than you do inner city people? Right. And the corporate executive, corporate executive and officers' sport of choice is golf. Oh, you, you bloated blubberhead! <laughs> so the ball gets smaller as the work importance goes up. <laughs> I'm happy with me. Oh, Ruby, relax. That's correct. The higher you go in the corporate structure, the smaller your balls become. The yeah. most of people in Washington, D.C. playing with their marbles. Uh, yeah, or BBs. <laughs> um, now, I, I kind of like golf. Uh, I, I mean, we used to play putt-putt years ago, and I, I always enjoyed that. But until mm-hmm. we went up to Heinz, we, we talked about it before on the podcast, I, I really found out it's really kind of fun. I, I would do it more if I had clubs and I was See, close around. That's just seven seven different levels. You could throw in some others, say like soccer in there somewhere, uh-huh. and um, uh, racquetball. The you know the balls get smaller. Uh, handball, yeah. I just, yeah, I was trying to think of what's smaller than marbles and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. beach. <laughs> beach balls hit the beach and blew up that big old ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. for valley girls and stuff. Was so that what? That's your list, or do you have more? No, that was all to that list. That was seven right there, you know. Uh-huh. I think we've learned that already. I do, too. Yeah, that works. Oh, well, hey, the, the focus again is keeping the show short, so I think we're working on that. You know why? We don't have Jill here to really drag it out, you know. Yeah, she don't have any balls anyway. So that's why I can do that one. She knows. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items 
household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L dot com. Or call my store at 618 471 9088. Thank you. Anyhow, uh, hey, we're just cruising right along with our segments. We're up to Anchor Topic. Now, this week, we, we're kind of back on a generic topic. It's, you know, number one, uh, you know, getting your initial blindness support. You know, for the VA, that means contacting your VIST coordinator, V-I-S-T, uh, for people who are not in a VA system, that means, you know, finding somebody in the Bureau of Blindness or Department of Health Services or whoever, uh, whatever channel you go through, just contact your county offices and have them direct you. Because often eye doctors just don't know. Uh, but I was just listening to another podcast and, I, and they were talking about the APH for the American printing house for the blind and i thought wow that we might could talk about that do you have anything that comes to mind about american printing house for the blind because i can fill in some gaps if you want they print stuff <laughs> <laughs> and it's for the blind mm-hmm. and that's exactly how they got started uh they got started also- way back in the 1850s but they also, even though it says printing houses, they also do, that's where they do the audio books too, right? The recording right. studios. Yep. Uh, to give an overall umbrella picture, they do have a printing house where they print large print and braille. They have recording studios where they record talking books for the National Library Service. And they also have a museum that tells about all manner of uh, inventions that were developed uh, by blind people that sighted people uh, would ben- have benefited from. Uh, and the the history of it is, because I listened to this podcast just recently, so it's kind of fresh. Uh, 1858, uh, they, they started in the Kentucky School for the Blind in the basement. It's where they would print material. They weren't the first uh, printing house for the blind. There was one in New York at a school there. I think Mississippi had one, but the, the guy from Mississippi wanted to join forces and get government attention for the South. And somehow they settled on Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, whenever they got government contracts to print Braille, then they were able to build a building right, right next to the school, which I think is where they house their museum at today. And their actual printing is done uh, and somewhere close by that. Uh, but they they were the one of the first ones to develop things like uh, refreshable Braille displays, uh, which you, now you can fit them in your pocket. The first ones are like really huge, they say. Uh, they were the first ones to invent Braille embossing. Uh, they, they even used the old style printing presses that were developed in the 1800s up until a few years ago <laughs> uh, to emboss Braille. Uh, the one thing I didn't know, uh, of course, Edison invented the recording technology on, on 78 RPM records, which are very brittle. They were made out of shellac. If you dropped it, you're going to shatter it. Well, uh, today we know and love recording albums that are on 33 and a third RPM. That was developed by the American Printing House of the Blind. It was uh, 
developed way back in 1931, while everyone else is listening to their music on 78s, it was the uh, APH who developed the 33 and a third speed. And uh, it didn't catch on with the public until the 40s. So black people have been using 33 and a third LPs for at least a decade and a half before they put music on them. Slowed them down. Because at, at, at a slower speed, you can put more, more audio on it. And then later, they even cut that in half. And there was like a 12 or 15 RPM. It was really slow. And they could even put more audio uh, onto records. And the American Printing House for the Blind also, because the shellac records were so brittle, they developed the acetate, the vinyl that we use today for records you can drop them they don't break because because of the printing house for the blind we have these technologies unless uh, they're frozen <laughs> huh? unless they're frozen then they'll break yeah put some dry ice on them <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it shows how when things are made accessible and to include blind people uh, sighted people benefit from that. Uh, the first GPS was like the size of a backpack. Uh, then they got smaller, handheld. And then they got smaller, an app on your phone. And that's largely because blind people, blind you know, companies who develop things for the blind, uh, made it happen. And so I, I guess the point there is that uh, behind all this with the American Printing House for the Blind, that uh, even though they start out with a, with a small niche of, of audience, the blind community, anything you do to help the, someone who is disabled, whether they be blind with you know, audio technology or whether they be deaf and you have sign language or closed captioning or whether they be in a wheelchair and you have uh, the wheelchair the, the curb blends on city streets, things that make it easier for the disabled also make it easier for everybody. And for people out there who are developing things, uh, pay attention to that because uh, it helps everybody. And it has long reaching effect. We still use 33 and a third LPs today. They're kind of making a comeback. You know, they, they kind of faded a little bit during CDs and they're coming back. And it's a technology it's almost a hundred years old. Even with the CDs, though, see, they came out, they did the same type thing. So then they were, what's funny is, if they were 70s and 33s and whatever, slower speed. When they came out with the compact disc, there was a red laser inside there. And now, you know, for music and things. And now they came out with the, the Blu-ray, which right. is, you know, you can put, with the blue laser light, you can have more information on the disc right. it is more frequency range in blue light than there is in red light yeah right and then they now they have the ultraviolet laser discs out oh, there oh do they oh, didn't know about well, that yeah and because the high, higher wavelength of the light but even more yeah. data but the thing is what the cd so they spend like what 78 Hundred RPMs, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know much, all that much about CD technology. They they spin really super fast, but they have you know they depending on the light laser is how they can, can get more information on the desk. It's like it's really yeah. weird, you know. Yeah, because when it comes to CDs to the, or even data discs like the old floppy drives or hard drives, that there's only really a center portion of the disk that gets used. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe about the center third of the actual. But they have, set. they have, they came out with the single layer disc and they had the quad, the double layer. Now they got the quad layer disc, you know. Well, it's like that is just weird, you know. It's like so yeah, much well, some interesting things, you know, how blindness technology uh, in general benefits everybody. And if people uh, want to check it out, the, uh, the APH, as I mentioned, has a museum. You can visit it any time of the year. They, they closed down for, for a little bit during COVID, but they're back open again. And then if whenever your CDs get all scratched and stuff and they don't play anymore, you can punch a little hole in them 
I lived in uh, this other town and my neighbor had a tree in their yard and I think it was a cherry tree and they would hang their old CDs on <laughs> like, like ornaments. A tree, <laughs> like, like ornaments, but when the sun would hit it and it would reflect the stuff and the bright yeah. lights and stuff and would scare the birds away. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, yeah because of the multicolor. Uh, and it looks pretty, you know, <laughs> what you can see. Well, so, that's all I got for our anchor topic. Men, a new shaving cream has hit the market. It is called uh, Reverso. Reverso does the way with shaving of any kind. It makes the whiskers grow inside your mouth. All you have to do is bite them off. Remember Reverso. Spelled backwards, it reads, reads, uh, Azerva, which makes it harder to remember. Um, I, I don't have any letters this week. No emails. Oh, man. Maybe we'll have a short show like that other show out there. I know. So, uh, with that said, I guess we should move on to our final thoughts. Yeah. Hey, what did the brother say to the witch? Warts up. <laughs> Instead of warts down, huh? Wow. What? A doctor and an engineer loved the same woman. Every day she received two gifts, a rose from the doctor and an apple from the engineer. The girl asked the engineer, why do you give me an apple every day? And the engineer says, to keep the doctor away. If you... Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you give a man a fishing pole, he can live without his wife for the weekend. (laughs) Especially if it involves a six-pack of beer and a cooler and a fishing boat. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Scientists have discovered a new dinosaur had no eye sockets, so it was completely blind. They named it. Do you think he was Saurus? Wow. It, it really makes you feel bad to see people slipping and sliding on the ice. And sometimes I regret posing down the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Jill. (laughs) There's one for Jill. If you would like me to tell you how I preserve my jellies and jams, I can. (laughs) I got more. A clear conscience is a sign of having bad memory. <laughs> it must be. Somebody asked me about board games. My answer, sorry, I don't have a clue. My life has been a monopoly of aggravation and taboo. I can't forget the answer in my pants, and now I need an operation. <laughs> I don't have any more. I I actually uh, have more, but hey, that's a good place to stop. So, hey, wow, this is going to be a short show. It's good to have one of those once in a while. This this is where we sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Uh, Tell a friend about us. Help put us in their podcatcher so they can listen to us, too. While you're out there on your favorite directory, iTunes or Spotify or wherever, leave us a rating and review so others know what you think about us. Hopefully it's good. <laughs> we'll keep it short, even though we're tall. We'll keep it short. Short and light, opposite of us. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Not very light, but uh, all like that. 
Hey, we hey, did hey. get a we did get a lot of new well not new but we got a lot of listeners. We did get a lot of downloads this last week. I think we it's must because have been pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> either that or we had a short short show. So as short as this show was, we should have a ton of downloads. I saw everybody in the hospital again. Tune in, listen to our show. Oh well, we'll, we'll the account for last uh, stats wouldn't have included that. So we'll see. Anyway, uh, yeah, leave us a, uh, or stop by our webpage at uh, thatsoundsfunny.com and leave us a comment, send us an email. We'd like to hear your funny stories about funny stuff, family stuff, or whatever it is you want to talk about. So that's all we got. Except we don't got Jill. Uh, we should have told some embarrassing stories about Jill. That sounds funny.com. You can send us an email at tsf at that sounds funny.com.